A few days ago, someone posted a screenshot of my new album on Instagram. It was actually a screenshot of a YouTube video playing my new album. This happens a lot these days. I can't really control it. Fans and YouTubers upload songs or full albums to their channels as a way to curate a collection and hopefully attract a community of like-minded music fans. I don't know if it's so they can monetize it or if they want to sell merch or if they just want one of those silver YouTube play buttons. But to be honest, I was flattered. The channel looked great. And I'm never really worried about copyright issues because generally my distributor or my publisher takes care of all that. Actually, it wasn't the fact that they uploaded my album that caught my attention. It was the look of the YouTube channel that stopped me in my tracks. It was colorful, matching illustrations, super vibrant. Now remember, this is supposed to be a case study on a record label, and yet I still hadn't come across anything that looks like a record label. What I'd found is a well-put-together YouTube channel with nearly 300,000 subscribers. Colorful banners, matching thumbnails, everything you'd expect to find from a popular YouTube channel. The part that also surprised me was that the music was great, stuff I'd never heard before, and it was consistent. Psych stuff and bedroom pop, indie rock, all with the vibrant album covers and visuals that match the overall vibe of the channel. As I dug deeper into this channel, I started clicking through to their matching Spotify playlists and onto their Instagram account. I started following them across all of their social media platforms and listening to more of the releases that they were curating, and then it hit me. Somewhere on their Instagram, I found out that they are a record label. I had been completely duped. Here I was thinking that this was just someone with good taste creating a hub for like-minded music fans, which it totally was, but it was also a record label with their own releases, compilations, and merch, all seamlessly integrated into this gorgeous platform they'd created. Had this been a normal label, their YouTube page would have seemed more sporadic, less color-coordinated. Their social channels would be an inconsistent stream of pre-order here, Stay tuned for next week. No offense to the rest of us, but this just didn't look like the labels I'm used to seeing. There was a cohesive consistency to their visual design, not just on their YouTube channel, but also on their Instagram and all across the board. The message was clear. In fact, even without a traditional website or a Twitter account, all of their platforms essentially point to the same place, a primary destination that they've determined will have the greatest impact their playlists, their YouTube channel, the places where they look the best and have the strongest presentation. This was a Trojan horse. This label, Nice Guys, is a Trojan horse. They snuck their record label into something shiny and pretty that serves the interests of their community. What would this look like for another record label? Maybe another label is a local coffee shop that sells the best beans, nicest atmosphere, friendliest staff, and sitting next to the counter a small curated selection of records you can listen to and purchase. That sounds like a coffee shop that sells a few records, but maybe it's a record label that knows where their core audience is, a label that has identified a connection between their artist's music and the real world. This bait and switch is the opposite of record labels from 75 years ago. They were furniture companies, tech companies, attracting wealthy people with taste or who wanted to appear like they had taste. And they only sold records as a way to sell more machines. One label in New York I love has recently been focusing on apparel. 
teaming up with high-end fashion designers and creating things like handbags and wallets, $200 hoodies, screen-printed art. Does that mean that the music is secondary? I don't think so. For me, as a fan, it all works together. It's all part of the atmosphere, the ambiance. It's all connected. Maybe I should have used a less offensive metaphor than calling nice guys a Trojan horse. After all, I'm sure they are nice guys. Maybe a piñata makes more sense. Something exciting on the outside that attracts a crowd who gathers to see what's really on the inside. What I loved so much about Nice Guys is that the whole process of discovery had been uprooted and rebuilt. I didn't realize I was being sold anything until I was already a fan. I had already bought into what they were doing before ever having to actually buy in. This is important. We as record labels exist to tell people about great music. It's so hard to get people's attention, I get it. And I don't know if this will work for your label. But I love the way that this label tricked me into their shop through the back door. And before I knew it, I was a fan. There's a honey cane. 